Hello everyone and welcome to this week's episode of Grapplecast. It's me, your host, Taryn, alongside Jamie, Joe and Dan. Hello. What's up, Ooks? How's it going? Good. Well, good now that Jamie's paid the bill. Well, no, I did. I feel it, was, it was on my old account for some strange reason. It went on my other card. I got some text messages the other day saying uh, this payment didn't go out for some reason. I have no idea what it was talking about. But usually, if something doesn't go out, they email you to say, update your billing, otherwise it won't do it. This place didn't even do it. So, obviously, I was like, oh, no idea what that was. Someone just tried to hack into my account and tried to pay something. <laughs> it was but, a, um, doing our shyster. Doing our shysters <laughs> after you. Well, there we but go, ladies and gentlemen. We, we almost didn't have an episode for you this week because Jamie didn't pay the bill. Boo, hiss, boo. But how are we all doing, everybody? Amazing. Yeah. Weather report, because we, we like to do the weather report at the start of the pod. It's not raining here, so we're all good. It's nice oh, and it sunny. Always sunny in Newport. It's been pouring it down here today, Daz. It's, it's, the sun's out now before it obviously goes in, because it's, uh, it's evening. It's about half past six in the evening. and uh, But it has been raining on and off all day, and quite quite heavy as well at points. Oh, fair. Well, I hope you didn't have rain on the, the Sunday when you were watching Forbidden Door, when Jamie was watching on his projector outside. Hmm. Well, I, that is the question. Did you watch Forbidden Door? I know Jamie will have done it and live. And even I watched it the next day. And you'll be happy to know, Jamie, you'll be happy to know I didn't skip a single match. Good. It's about time. <laughs> did, um, and what and an event it was, it? to be fair. I'm not going to stream that rubbish. I'm a WWE guy through and through. Oh my dear lord. No, Roman Reigns is my tribal chief. You know, you've got to have a Twitter account where Roman Reigns is your avatar and you've got to shout fans. That's that's the true what true WWE fans do. No, in all seriousness, no, I didn't. Stop Tina Fan 101. Unfortunately, I didn't manage to catch it. I've seen some of the GIFs and some of the things, and I've seen that the Claudio was there, and I've seen the, the Tony Khan hugs. When do you guys come down to Newport? We're going to give you a Tony Khan hug. <laughs> Yes, it was mm-hmm. rather emotional, that picture, wasn't it? For anyone that hasn't seen it, um, Claudio and Tony Khan embracing is probably the word we can use. But, um, I mean, Tony Khan looks like the son of Claudio, and he looks like he's looking up at his dad and he's thinking, I'm very proud of you, dad. I'm very, very proud. And he's in tears. The tears are screaming down the face. Bless. Yeah. He did the same he with Okada it. as well, didn't he? I Okada looked very picture. uncomfortable. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Can you imagine that, though? Oh, you just signed with a multi-billion pound company. Can you imagine Vince McMahon doing that? Give me a hug. <laughs> Come here, you. Don't well, look too another, close, I'll sue you. Another lordship. Uh, well, I was going to say, after we said allegations, he'd have to be very careful doing that. He certainly would. You know it, Joe. You know it. <laughs> Jamie, then come on, then you—you're the resident AEW affiliate. Let's say, give us your uh, who I am. Give us your overall review of the event. The review of the event. I mean, it was definitely one of the best events of the year, and that's no doubt about it. It lived up to the hype. I think. Uh, obviously, I'm not a massive. New Japan Pro Wrestling guy. I don't think I've really watched any events by New Japan, but 
it was it did well to promote those guys on there. They were kind of giving you a a backstory of who or what the storylines are going on there as well. So you kind of knew who people were and who were important and stuff. All the storylines made sense. It was great storytelling throughout. All the matches were great, and obviously the match of the match of the night, the the great one. Orange Cassidy and Will Ospreay won a match it was. Even Taron has to agree that Orange Cassidy was the performer of the night. There was when I was watching that match, there was certainly one word that came to my mind throughout, and it begins with T. And it, and was, it was terrific. Terrible terror. No, it wasn't. No, I I said to you when I was watching it. It's it's very, it was a very good match, and mm-hmm. you can't like. Obviously, Will Ospreay is absolutely fantastic, but we knew that beforehand anyway. And I'm not disputing that Orange Cassidy can't wrestle. Of, of course, of course, he can wrestle, and he's very, very good. I just don't like Orange Cassidy. I just don't like the character. I just I think as a gimmick it's the type of gimmick that is one and done once you've seen the gimmick that that's it i don't think it has longevity and i i already think it's, it's worn off effectively um if he didn't do that and he just wrestled i would enjoy it more than i did so for what was and i'm certainly not giving it a star rating in a sense because i'm not Meltzer. but if but I've seen people talking about saying, oh, that was a five-star match. It wasn't. It was a very, very good match, but it wasn't a five-star match. But if you were going to say it was a five-star match, to me, it can only be a five-star match if you didn't have that gimmick because you automatically lose a star to me. Automatically having, lose you automatically a star. lose a star. Yeah, because at the beginning, he's still doing all these bloody hands in the pockets, flipping and jumping around with all, no, no. Wrestle, get your hands out of your pockets and do a hip toss for Christ's sake. You know he does a hip toss with his hands with, in the yeah, pocket. But... <laughs> no, no, no. Because it's changed his middle name to Cornet now. I am changing my middle name, Taron. Yeah, I am. Yeah, I've, I've had a. Yeah, I'm gonna. Just like Jim Cornet would say, lazy booking. I mean, he refers to Orange Cassidy as pockets. He just calls them pockets. So. Pockets. Yeah, I just. If pockets. If I had to rate that specific match and say it was, it was either three. It no, can't be it was, any. It can't be anything lower than a four. Don't be stupid. Right? No. Yeah. It, it was a four-star match, but it automatically becomes a three-star match because of Orange Cassidy's gimmick. Automatically, that that's just my valid opinion. That's what that is. Personal yet valid opinion. Um, maybe Makes three and a half stars. Maybe three and a half stars. Um. To, to say that, Terrible. to say that was a five-star match, you have to say that Orange Cassidy and Will Ospreay were the two best wrestlers on that card. Which you could make an argument for Will Ospreay, but I'm sorry, but you can't for Orange Cassidy. <laughs> you can't. There you are, Orange Cassidy. You are freshly squeezed. He is freshly squeezed. I would squeeze him in the palm of my hand. So almost sounded a bit rude. <laughs> Did uh I didn't watch the I didn't watch the pre-show. My understanding was there was only one pre-show match, and then I looked and there was four. It was like four, yeah. It was, <laughs> it was uh, four. It was a good job I actually stayed up from twelve because I was like, I'll wait. I'll set my alarm for about half past quarter to and go down and watch it. 
And like you said, there was about three, four matches on there. I was like, Jesus. So I watched the pre-show as well. Yeah, because there was, I mean, I think the match that was advertised was the Max Castor and Gun Club, wasn't it, match um, against some new, Daddy. new Japans. Yeah, but then we had, I think Lance Archer had a match as well. The Factory, they had a match. But then Keith Lee and, right, okay. Keith Lee and Swerve Strickland had a match, a tag team match against Suzuki Gun. Suzuki Gun, I like that name. But what I don't like is the tag team name of Keith Lee and Swerve Strickland. Do you guys know what they've called them? Um, Fired Jobbers? No, what do they call them? <laughs> it's absolutely ridiculous. It's embarrassing, is what it is. They're called Swerve in Our Glory. Oh, God. That makes no sense. I mean... Send him back to me. Well, yeah, it does. He swears. Terrible. And he is limitless. Terrible. Terrible. It doesn't make sense. Swerving our glory. It's terrible, like. At least he basking in it. Bask in my glory. Bo, basking yeah. in his glory. Oh, but just yeah. And swerve. Swerve. Well, that doesn't make sense, like Joe says. Well, throw it out there, Taryn. Is Bearcat better? Oh, Bearcat Lee. Um, at least Bearcat's got something about it. That's a persona. Like Joe said, swerving our glory doesn't make sense. To swerve, you're moving, quite quickly moving out of the way of someone or something. Yeah, so why would you do out that? out of our glory. <laughs> yeah, so why not? <laughs> it's terrible. Yeah, but they're not saying to swerve out of the way of our glory. They're saying swerve in our glory. Like... Well, you've got to get, get into the glory any way possible. Everybody loves glory holes. Hey, <laughs> one thing I will point out, and let's be honest, this should probably give me a 10 point advantage on the prediction league ready for money in the bank. It happened, it finally happened. Pac is a champion, he did it. He won, he won the All-Atlantic 24-7 European Intercontinental Japanese Championship <laughs> of the World, he did. I don't think you allowed 10 points because you didn't even know Mira was the Redeemer. <laughs> no, I didn't. I didn't. Although, how over was Miro? I know he is anyway, but he got... He I, is know. every time. You just don't watch AEW to know <laughs> yes, it. <laughs> I know it. He was. But, I, but there was such a pot for Pat there was when he, when he won the championship. Because I think everybody was like, you know, finally... Yes, it's only a mid-card title, but at least he's winning something. He's winning something that, you know, hopefully should have a purpose to it. Hopefully, and surely, this should only be the only way is it up. I was going to say, Taron's going to be like, did you know he was called the Bastard? (laughs) No. (laughs) (laughs) I I tell you what, though, he's the absolute spitting double, though, isn't he, of that Adrian Neville in WWE. They could be brothers. They could be. I totally agree. Bring him in. Bring him in. The stunt world. double, the stunt double, the stunt double to the Miz. <laughs> yeah, do it. <laughs> um, but I, th- I thought that was a really, um, I thought that was a really solid match. And like I say, I'm, re- I'm really, really happy that that Pat got the got the win in that yeah. one. And then of course Jamie, the debut, the debut of Cesaro. Oh, that's who? never gonna happen. Don't be who? so stupid. It's Dan. Never, never gonna, gonna happen. happen. Well, he didn't. Cesaro didn't debut. It was Claudio Castagnoli who debuted. Ring of Honor's own. You see, hugs. Um, it was great. To, it was great to see him. Although you worried me, Jamie, because 
when I said, oh, I'm just on the Zack Sabre Jr. match now. Oh, no, I can't yeah. remember what... No, it, what match did I say it was on? I said I was on a certain match, and you said, oh, yeah, it was a good match, that one. It could have been the Will Ospreay and Orange Cassidy match. And then you said, oh, I've watched it, and all the matches are good. It's just a shame that one of the matches ended with an injury or got cut short slightly or botched, yeah. whatever you said, because of an injury. And then I saw Claudio come out, and then... I think the commentary team said that he's in the Blood and Guts match. Is that tonight? He is. Tonight? Yeah. It is. And then when you said that, I thought, no, don't don't let it be Claudio that gets injured on his debut, so he's out of the Blood and Guts match. So I was worried when I saw him come out. I thought, oh, bugger, it's, it's just like him to go proper over the top like he does because he's quite physical, you know. And I mm. thought, bugger. But, yeah, no, thankfully... It, it wasn't. <laughs> Thankfully, it's only Adam Cole. Well, yeah, but we've already said Adam, Adam Cole, you know, but he could do with having a few months out. He could to actually get some muscle mass on his body so he doesn't look like a 10 year old child. <laughs> you know, he, he could do, but. That's you told Adam Cole if you're listening. Put that some is. muscle on, baby. Come and bring it, baby. You look like a baby. I reckon Britt Baker could beat you up, Taryn. I'm sure she could, and I don't deny it at all. <laughs> and then she'd rip me teeth out as well. D M D M D. I think I preferred the IWGP World Title match to the interim AEW World Title match, though the four way. I did yeah. think that, that besides was really... the ending, yeah. Uh, you what? Sorry. Besides the ending, obviously, but yeah. yeah. Well, yeah, but I just think Jay White is brilliant. And, you know, I'm like you, I don't watch a lot of IWGP, so I've only seen bits of Jay White, but I thought he was fantastic in the match. And you, you can see why he's now the champion now, because he, he only beat a card of like two or three weeks before this event, didn't he, as well, for mm-hmm. the title. Um, so you can see why they've, why they've put it on him. Um, but, yeah, the main event, what what did you think of the main event then, and specifically the, the ending? Um, I mean, it looked like a bad cut, didn't it? I don't know if he... It seemed legit. I don't think he bladed himself, but Moxley does like to bleed a lot, doesn't he? Jesus oh, he, Christ. He does, yeah, he does. Um, but yeah, there were blood flying everywhere. Um, but yeah, I really enjoyed it. I think the ending could have been a little bit better. I, I was expecting something big to happen. I think we've been spoiled in the past by AEW and we always want like a return or we want something amazing to happen, but I don't think anything's ever going to top anything ever in any company now of Adam Cole and Brian Danielson debuting on the same night. Like, it's one, of, it's up there in one of the greatest moments in wrestling history. Or more than CM Punk debuting. Yeah, but we all knew that was happening. Like we all knew he was coming until he came out. I nobody <laughs> could have been a hundred percent sure. No That's why chance. you're bottom of the prediction league, Taryn. We all knew. <laughs> <laughs> But um, no, um, so I was expecting. Was it really better than the debut of Veer Mahan? Was it really? No, I died. Exactly, the hype. If you can't get hype, I mean, to be fair, no one knew when he was debuting, and then he spoiled it by saying next week. If he just came out one day, it would have been great. He's coming to Raw. Exactly, always coming to Raw. I mean, I love that picture of him in Ikea and he said, get out of Ikea and get to Raw. 
Although he's done how many weeks now of doing squash matches and beating everybody? He got eliminated. Seven or eight weeks. Yeah, I was just going to say that he had the battle royal for the last spot. It was second to last spot. I was saying the money in the bank, and he was like fourth, fifth man out. I'm sure he'll seek his revenge next week. Let's get he's, he's coming after um, who was eliminated. Mister Ferrari eliminated. I mean, right. you're talking about getting eliminated it. from Battle Royales, though. If you saw it on, I know we didn't really speak about it last week, but uh, the promo by Christian Cage on Dynamite. Yes. Obviously, long story booking right there by saying, oh, yeah, I, I sided with Jungle Boy and Luchasaurus after he eliminated me from the, <laughs> eliminated me from the Battle Royale and I was biding my time getting there. Yeah, that's long storytelling. Well, we all knew yeah, it was happening. Booking, yeah. And then but obviously just to go. say, and we all know Jungle Boy's mum is hot for Christian Cage. She <laughs> wanted me to be Jungle Boy's daddy. But <laughs> you have a daddy. And he's, he's dead. dead. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it was a great promo, Christian. Um, that's going to be me. a great match when that happens. It reminded me of the Randy Orton promo after Eddie Guerrero died. Eddie's dead. Eddie ain't never dead. He's in hell. See? <laughs> See, it always works out when somebody famous dies because, you know, you can just turn it into a promo, just get permission from the family or the friends, and it's, it's, it's great. <laughs> Perfect. It's done. So, yeah, Forbidden Door then. Solid is probably the best word to use, I would say. I tell you one thing. I I enjoyed it more than I thought would do, and I think they, they did. It reminded me of watching... 90s WCW and um, pay-per-views where I've gone back over the last few years ever since the network came out and I've, I've tried to watch Nitro in order from the beginning including the pay-per-views and I got I mean it took about four years for me to do it but I got about oh, three years into it and then I stopped and I'm picking up again now but I'm cutting out a year or two and I've decided oh, this is going to be terrible to start again with the worst years this time, starting from 2000 and just doing last year to see how terrible it really is. But um, yeah, it reminded me of the WCW pay-per-views where they would talent exchange uh, with the Japanese companies and you yeah. didn't necessarily know who the talents were, but it didn't matter because you knew they were going to be decent workers and the commentary team just needed you to tell their story a bit like they did this time around. Of course, there were talent that I did know that had come from know japan whether it be western stars like you know will osprey or jay white things like that then i know people like a card or things like that but don't get me wrong there were people there that i because i'm not a big follower of it that i wasn't sure but that didn't matter that didn't take away from the enjoyment from it and i think that's mm -hmm. why it was was solid i i it's definitely up there as one of the you could you could include it as one of the better pay-per-views that they've done for the last couple of years or so it's not the best event of the last 12 months i still enjoyed um remind me of his name your backlash no aw <laughs> oh revolution revolution yeah possibly whichever one was really good in the, of the last <laughs> couple <laughs> All of them. well yeah one was better than the other though the royal rumble uh royal rumble was terrible yes. no you know what I mean? Aid. I'm talking about AEW. WrestleMania Backlash is the WWE pay-per-view of the year. And that, you yeah. horrible to say that WrestleMania Backlash was better than WrestleMania. I don't think that's hard, though, anymore to beat WrestleMania because 
WrestleMania, and we'll come on to it when we discuss SummerSlam in a moment, it's just now used because they, we kind of spoke about it last week, they're not building stars, they're relying on people from the past, but they're also relying on star power. And because mm. there's no star power on the roster, and that's not for the one to try and that's because they're not booking people correctly, they have to go, okay, not only do we have to try and bring back a couple of days, you brought lessons, that type of things, you Ronda Rousey's even, but, oh, we haven't got enough star power. Where do we get the star power from? Oh, from the world of celebrity. Bad Bunny, Logan Paul, Christ, even Pat McAfee to an extent. Do you know what I mean? So when you're having to rely on an outside source, you know there's an issue. And I think that's why things like WrestleMania Backlash were better than WrestleMania because you're actually utilising the talent that you've got and the matches were solid. So, and I think that's mm-hmm. where we're going to become a proper with SummerSlam, which we will move on to now. But just your, your final thoughts then on Forbidden Door. Would you like to see a Forbidden Door 2? And do you think we'll see a Forbidden Door 2? I think we'll definitely see Forbidden Door 2. It was Forbidden very Doors! Exactly, it's the sequel. It's just like they did with Ring. Rings. I want there to be like more of a Forbidden Door. Like Obviously, we had uh, AEW versus um, New Japan. I would like there to be like, you know, AAA in there, like more like Ring of Honor. Yeah. Like, and, like, there's more like mix in a match. I mean, maybe not such a long show. My problem with AEWs and like their pay per views is just they're so goddamn long. So, like, mm. maybe have like three hours on Ring of Honor, three hours on AEW, three hours of triple a and they're all like spread out over like three nights like wrestlemania good show i mean it mm-hmm. does work is it triple a that do it do you do it yeah. they usually do their yeah. events over like three nights don't they you could open it up more like you said you could even get triple a involved you could get mlw involved i don't feel like they need to do impact because we've kind of been there done that to, to an extent but um gcw <laughs> you know, even like um, New Japan, but do it the other way around. So actually, those ones are on at like what ten in the morning. So mm. you can actually watch it at a decent time for change. The Americans will have to get up. They can do it over there. Stardom as well. Perhaps they can get Stardom next year as well. Because I think Tony why they've got a women's di- they've got a women's division in AEW. Well, yeah, that's <laughs> yeah. Let's be honest. And I even watched the women's match this time round. I did. Um, was Tony oh, there was only one. It was, yeah, because because there was one on Thunder Rosa. Was retained. she there moaning and whining again? Oh, um, I didn't want to work. No, <laughs> she actually came out and did a solid enough job, but I haven't seen any comments afterwards, so maybe, maybe she did afterwards. But I yes. can't listen to another Tony Storm podcast for a while. Oh, yeah, they asked me to go and work, and I came into work. I didn't like work, so then I asked to stop working, and now I work somewhere else. And I like work. Yeah, thanks, Tony Storm. She's your favourite. I know Tony Storm. Tony Storm's great. I've seen her live. She's a great wrestler, but by God, she don't have moan on podcasts. Do <laughs> you love John Cena though? That's the Mate, more than you know. He's my childhood hero. Like I grew up wanting to be like. All right, John Ezekiel. Cena. Hustle, <laughs> loyalty, respect. Never give up. You know, he's a he's a great guy. He's always stayed true to his values. He inspired about twelve people backstage on Raw this week. They all shook his hands, even Jamie Noble. And he he was shaking hands with the heels. Everybody. But yeah, he knows them is. But he's also shaking hands with, uh, what was his name? Um, the, the one who used to be married to Tory Wilson, the flippy guy. Billy Kidman. 
That's him. He shook hands to him. Right? I was like, who's that arse? Billy Kidman, that is. Um, he's having chats with Seth Rollins. Yeah, and funny was, he walked away from theory. You know what? Raw had to be one of the best Raws I've seen in quite a while. I enjoyed this week. Hey? Yeah, I loved it. Yeah, because it was just John Cena. I love John Cena. John Cena's was the worst part, though, overall, not the John Cena return, though, because it... Was it not absolutely <laughs> it was nothing, wasn't pointless? It? it was absolutely pointless. We got, I messaged you guys and I went, oh, for God's sake, Vince's music's hit. Vince is coming out. He's making another appearance. And at that point, I thought, well, I thought, first of God, what's he coming out for? And then I thought, oh, God, he is only coming out to introduce Cena, isn't he? But then he gets on TV still. So he's keeping himself fresh and relevant with everything that's going on. So he introduced Cena and Cena came out and basically went, yeah, 20 years. Hasn't that gone by quick? Woo, yeah. Um, well, I know I go out to Hollywood and I do these films and I do enjoy it, but my real home is here. Woo, yeah. Um, well, here's to, another, here's to, here's to another, another 20 years. This definitely isn't the last you've seen of me. I'm not retiring. Woo, yeah. Um, I, I can't tell you when I am going to wrestle again, but don't worry, I will do. And then somebody in the crowd went, one more match, and he went, huh. It won't be one. There'll be many more. I just don't know when. Anyway, hustle, loyalty, and respect. F you, Tara. See you. See you again. I don't. I don't know when. I don't know when. I don't know when. But I'll see you again, Tara. Woo! Da, 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 da. That was the Mate, Cena promo. Honestly, play by play. Yeah, we should have you instead of Michael Cole. That was brilliant. It was just pointless. Woo, it was, yeah. You know, we thought that. I mean, you guys thought more than me there was going to be something to do with theory. I know there was the backstage interaction, and I think they had to do that based on everything that, you know, has gone on the last few weeks. But there was no setup, there was no build. He's not... If he was going to be at SummerSlam, they would have said it, so he must have some sort of scheduling conflict. But I think if there is a slight chance he's going to be at SummerSlam, this is why he did the promo in the way that he did, so it kind of keeps it open without him having to commit. This is just my personal view. But I think basically he came out number one for a ratings boost because Raw needs it. Number two, he came out just to kind of let you know, yeah, I am still going to be wrestling. I don't worry. But then it was kind of pointless in a way because he doesn't know when he's going to wrestle again because of all the TV and film commitments he's got. So it was kind of just like, yeah, I mean, it was a ratings ploy. Let's be honest, it was a ratings ploy. He sold out the arena. Minute they announced that he was going to be there. Oh, he the did. He sold out he sold years ago. He did. Believe me, he sold out. He did. No, the ticket sales rocketed. <laughs> um, I read today that the minute they announced John Cena was going to be in that building, the place sold out. So it shows that he still does have the drawing power. Um, oh, yeah. It will, you know, reflect in the ratings. But, woo, yeah, I really enjoyed watching this promo. It was really good. And his interactions backstage. And I'm going to be fair, I like his new T-shirt and hat as well. <laughs> I was surprised by all the... All the people on the video packages, all the uh, AEW stars, Chris, the one Chris Jericho and uh, when uh, Daniel Bryan or Brian Danielson. I um, what Daniel Bryan's been doing. I haven't seen him for a while. Yeah, hi. Yeah. Yeah. Or, or Jericho. He was on Dynamite last week. No, or Jericho. I don't know. Well, AEW doesn't days. exist, does it? Um, did true. we also see the other AEW superstar, if you want to call him that, that appeared the on show. video? The Big Show. <laughs> it's Paul White. It's no more Paul BS. White. It's the Big Show. No he more BS. He, he's getting old. He's looking old now. Bless him. He is, yeah. I just he can't get over old. how old Shawn Michaels looked like, in this video package. It's like, I said, Dan, is a god he looks old. 
obviously I know he's getting on a bit, but like you just he looked a bit ill to be honest. You know, you know what he needs, Joe, don't you? He needs one more match. Yeah, he does after like, the last match he had. He definitely <laughs> needs another match. You know, you know, I've been rewatching it. all the WrestleManias in order. So I got to the main event, WrestleMania twelve, the Iron Man match, Bret Hart versus mm-hmm. Shawn Michaels. I was. I watched Joe. I was like, you should just stop there. Him? Just stop there. <laughs> I said, Why? Wow, that's when you fall I, I know. I thought, how long is it going to take for Joe to go on his mobile with this? Took about two minutes. Started <laughs> wrist locks, chin hooks. I'm like, oh, okay. Then I put on WrestleMania 13 and watched The Rock face the Sultan in the second match. The Croc. The Croc is shit. Hey, leave The Rock alone. He's one of my favorite wrestlers. Terrible. I Young Rock. I'm watching at the I'm moment. Joking. Just finished Young Rock. Got to be fair. It's getting good. I don't mind it. Like I said to you earlier, I've seen a handful of the first series, not all of it, and obviously I haven't seen any of the second series. I think I'm going to guess that Jamie's seen two episodes. Um, I'll tell you right now, if I go on my TV Time app, which I log everything that I watch on, and I'll tell yeah, you. I guarantee you, you won't have watched any more than four episodes, I guarantee you. I've watched one episode. <laughs> there we go then, see? No more two, I knew it was true. <laughs> I knew it was true. So Cena then. So let let's presume he's not going to be at SummerSlam, okay? But we have had a couple of announcements in respect of SummerSlam. Um, Dan, the Miz. What's happening with the Miz and Logan Paul? Well, Logan Paul, he's back in his gym and he's wrestling. He's doing his little semi salts on on his uh, little trampoline and. And his pads and stuff, and he's he's coming back. So it's option A, him versus the Miz at SummerSlam. Option B, the Usos versus Miz and Logan Paul for the undisputed tag team championships. I know it's one I'd prefer to see. I'd prefer to see the Usos versus the Miz and Logan Paul. Imagine him walking around with those belts as a champ, him going around on his TMZs, flashing the titles. I work for the WWE. Look at me, I'm great. Let's just put it this way. They, they, they would smash the Usos. They're like, the mega powers collide. They're amazing. They, they'd absolutely smash it. That's what's next from tag titles. I'm going to surprise you now and say I'd actually prefer the opposite. I mean, it doesn't make booking sense for the way that their match at Mania ended with the Miz turning on him for him to just then come back and go, oh, don't worry, all is forgiven, let's team up. So he'd have to take Logan Paul to forgive the Miz and for the Miz to change his mind as to why he turned on him in the first place. Um, so I think I think we are going to see a match against each other. At uh, I'm sure Logan Paul will go over because that makes the booking sense and it makes a sense for the, the money drawing thing and the celebrity mm-hmm. side of things. And it doesn't hurt the Miz because we've spoke about that before. The Miz can lose 10 months in a row and then win a couple of matches and become a mid-card title champion or whatever again and you kind of forget that he's lost 10 months in a row because he's just he's in that solid position and he's just well in it so and it fits his character his persona so I, I think we're going to see the singles match but Joe what are you singles match or tag I, I'm with you Tarot I prefer local Paul versus the Miz one-on-one title so it doesn't really make sense for them to face the Usos because the Usos are so dominant in the role they are, you know, obviously they're in the bloodline, they're the right hand man, right hand men of Roman Reigns. Local Paul versus the Miz would be a great match. As you said, Miz Luke will probably lose, but it won't hurt him either. And it's like the showbiz element to SummerSlam. There there is other showbiz elements, which I'm sure we'll get on to, but 
that's probably one of the main draws. So like, oh, Logan Paul's wrestling again. So that'll get like the casual viewer to because they've Logan Paul and the Miss, they've just got punchable faces, you know. <laughs> no matter what they do, you just want to punch Logan Paul in the face. Same with the Miss, you just want to punch him in the face. Don't know what it is, I just want to punch him in the face. Speaking of punching in the face, Baron yeah. Corbin. Happy Corbin. Happy Corbin, Baron Corbin, whatever you want to call him, teasing a match now for I think he's more or less he's had the challenge. Pat McAfee. This now this just screams WrestleMania to me in the sense that they it's SummerSlam, very much like WrestleMania, they're desperate, they haven't utilized enough of building their own stars. Bugger, we need somebody who's available while Pat McAfee's there every week. Oh, and Corbin's finished his current feud against Mad Cat Moss, so we need um, you know, Corbin to job to somebody effectively. Um, that just screams out to me personally. Anybody got any specific views on that, or are we in agreement? Massive 80,000 person stadium, seven nation army blazing, the cheerleaders mm, going mm, wild. Mm, 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 mm. The I mean, event uh, of the night. I mean, Pat McAfee had the entire arena shouted by Max Corbin, and like. He, he did the rock, the millions and millions, and then he just went, repeat after me, Burmask up, and literally the entire arena said it, and it was really, it was so loud. Even so, the rock yeah. tweeted about it, saying that that yeah. was amazing, and it was a great moment, and he should keep up the good work. I, I think, think he, he can go, Pat McAfee. I think yeah, he did really, really well at Mania, so I don't necessarily think the match will be bad, if anything. I think it'll be decent, but again, I'm just thinking, you, you're desperate. It's SummerSlam, and you're desperate. I'm sure they were in a similar position last year, from what I remember. Hence the reason they had to really bring John Cena back for the Reigns match and Becky. Yeah, and well, then Lesnar at the end. We can't have Los Lotharios versus the Street Profits. I mean, it's you know second best really, isn't it? It's gonna happen. It's gonna be the two-on-one, the Mysterios versus Vermahard in the uh, in the main event of SummerSlam. No, no, because Dominic Mysterio's turning on Ray and he's joining the Judgment Day. Well, apparently so. It looks like it's going to go that way, but then they've teased so it's much about time. Mysterio of last couple of years. I'm still not convinced they'll do it. Ray Mysterio will be dead and they'll still be going, is he going to turn on his dad? We'll <laughs> still be talking about it. So I believe it when I see it. I believe it when I see it. Eddie Guerrero's his dad. Well, then his dad is dead, then, isn't he? So it was true. It was true. And he ain't in heaven. He's in hell. He's in wow. hell. Wow. Right. Let's have a look then at this Saturday's, I was going to say Sunday, this Saturday's premium live Saturday, 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 Saturday. I love David Bowie. It's the match that Cody Rhodes could. <laughs> for God's sake. It's the match that Cody Rhodes could only wish he could win. And it is the match where, let's not forget, guys and ladies and gentlemen listening, the match where the winner gets a guaranteed main event match for the championship at WrestleMania. They soon stopped running promos on that, didn't they, until they realised. Yeah, they, they have a really bad together. So I think we're safe to say it just goes back to the cashing whenever you want within 12-month scenario. So we'll go with that. Um, yeah, so th- this Saturday, I'm, like I said, I'm happy to know it's Saturday now. I can watch it live. I hope that means so. you're staying up live. Well, my niece is staying over. Oh, all um, the excuses come out now. 
my sister-in-law is is my sister-in-law. She's taking her boyfriend away to the Lake District over the weekend for his thirtieth birthday. So we've got to have our niece from Friday to Sunday. So I'm going to try and hope to put my niece to bed nice and early so she goes to sleep. The wife can go to sleep and hopefully the baby will get his head down as well and fall asleep nicely. I may even have to offer, like I did over WrestleMania, and go, look, I'll say to her, you go to sleep. I'll have the baby downstairs in his Moses basket and if he needs feeding, I'll feed him so I can do so I can stay up and watch it. So I will, I will stay up and watch it. Like I have to, it's money in the bank, so we have to. Um, although... The undercard looks a bit messy and shit. So it really is just the it, it is just the main event effectively that we're looking forward to in the system. So let's look at it. Let's do our predictions. We'll have a quick brief run through of the current scores just to see where we're all at. We have Jamie leading the way on forty-one points. Dan ten points behind in second place on thirty-one. And then me and Joe both equal on 29. So there's all to play for. There is all to play for. And let's start off then with the singles match for the Raw Women's Championship. Unfortunately, Rhea Ripley is injured. The Judgment Day are botching jobbing out on main event every week now. So... They've probably decided to get rid of that, so I'm probably for the best. But anyway, it's Bianca Belair defending the Raw Women's Championship against Carmella. Who wants to kick us off, Jamie? Yeah, well, this is going to be... I mean, because I'm 10 points ahead it. I could just go absolutely crazy if I want to. And I will tell you right now, Carmella... Will lose to Bianca Belair. Yeah, I think. <laughs> um, yeah, I, I, I'm in agreement for the sole purpose of what I said last week. It's yeah, the, well, it's, it's just she's not going to win it, is she? They just need a challenger, somebody who's not too strong that's going to look bad by losing. Um, I, I mean, Christ, you might as well have thrown Tamina in there. At least nobody's meaner. Um, yeah, it it, it's just absolutely away because I, if Rhea Ripley wasn't injured, I think Bianca Bella was still going over anyway. So the fact that it's now Carmella, she's definitely still going over. Um, so yes, for me, Bianca Bella retains and she's gonna easily retain. This match won't go on any longer than five minutes. Joe, I agree. I mean, it's not Carmella's fault, you know. Uh, Rhea Ripley's injured, you know, it's unfortunate for her. They need to find a credible champion. Yeah, she's been champion before. She, her promo on Raw, uh, I knew to watch Raw, but her promo on Raw, Carmella's promo was really poor, to be honest with you. She kind of went, I've been missing the bag, I've been champion before, and it was very, very weak, in my opinion. So, Bianca Bella is going to easily retain, I agree, it's going to be a five minute match, and then. Yeah, I know. I'm in agreement, Dan. Yeah, it feels like almost like a filler before we get to SummerSlam. We're always we're all, like all you know. There's matches being booked for SummerSlam already. Um, I, I agree with you guys. I think it is going to be a Bel Air, an easy win. I think that she'll hit the KOD and get the pinfall win. Lovely. All right then. All rounds for Bel Air. It's either four points or it's not. <laughs> um, right. 
the SmackDown Women's Championship, we have the champion Ronda Rousey versus the delightful Natalia. And um, yeah, go on, Jamie. We might as well go in order again. Well, I'll tell you one thing right now. And you know what that thing is? It is that I do not. Well, it's been a while. Ronda Rousey will retain. I didn't realise how long that intro was. I apologise. Yeah, the, I was going to say, they, they had the edit on WWE TV. They do. They take those two extra bars out. They do. Um, yeah. I'm, yeah, Ronda Rousey to retain. Okay. Now, I... Don't be stupid. Natalia. <laughs> I've always been a big fan of Natalia, and I'll always advocate Natalia to win anything. Um think she's a beautiful woman she is and i'm very very much a fan of the old wrestling style i'm very much a fan of the videos with her sister i am and the whipped <laughs> cream um yeah she's filthy she is on instagram dear god and her sister now when it comes to the match um she's had quite a build as natalia and the fact that she's been coming out and dressing as ronda and she's been getting under her skin a bit and I think, I, I, no, I, I think it is going to happen now. And I think it's going to be a shock, it is, um, when Ronda Rousey destroys her and retains the title. Oh, thank God. So, yes, Jesus Ronda Christ. for the win. Joe. Um, I agree with you. The storyline on this one is a bit better than the last. Women's match we talked about, you know, she came out dressed as Ronda Rousey, she came out in the pram. The storyline's actually really good. Do I think Natalia could be a women's champion again? Yes. Do I think no. she'll be Ronda Rousey on Saturday? No. So I think Ronda Rousey will retain, but I do think it'll be a really good match. We go and we run the Dan. Yeah, I think we're building more towards Bailey versus Ronda Rousey at SummerSlam. And I think that does need to be for the belt. And that one will be a bit more of a Hang on a minute. Could they? Couldn't they? Oh, yeah, I agree with Joe. I'd like to see Natalia get the belt one more time, but I just don't think it's at this show. I think they needed to have it, and they know that Natalia's a good workhorse. So, yeah, I'm going to go with Ronda to retain. But I do think could be a bit of shenanigans. It could go to a no contest, but my official prediction is going to be that Rowdy, 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 That one, yeah, she, she retained. That's the one. That's the one. Fair enough. Right, then. Um... Tag team, the undisputed unified world WWE New Japan Tag Team Championship match. The Usos defending against the Street Profits. Interesting, this one, Jamie. No, they've, had, they've had quite. Oh, all right, then. Easy, sir. <laughs> <laughs> this is um, why I'm top. <laughs> I am, I am going to go left field on this one, and I'm going to say, Don't be stupid. No, I am. I think. They are going to mix it up a bit. The Street Profits have looked really strong in the last few weeks, particularly on Raw this week as well. And I think they just need an added element going into SummerSlam and Clash of the Castle, that type of thing, where we've seen seen Lesnar lose a few times now and only a couple of months ago at Mania. 
to Roman Reigns. I know there's the different element as far as the last man standing match element, but I think so you've got a feeling that Reigns could lose the title to Lesnar. Something needs to happen for his confidence to knock and for there to be a bit of, you know, breaking within the ranks. And I think the Usos losing the titles to the Street Profits will do that. So I will go out on a whim and I will say the Street Profits are going to win the championships off the Usos. I think it's going to happen. Dan, would you like to do the honours? Don't be so stupid. <laughs> this you... is why you're bottom of the prediction, Lee. Are you going for the Usos, are you, Dan? Everyone else is going for the Usos. What, well, and Joe? <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, I agree with you. Like, the Street Profits have had a really good run. They've had a really good... Like, the storyline's been really good, but the Usos are far too dominant, and the Street Profits are just, like, there. They're all right, don't get me wrong, but the Usos are so dominant, no one can touch them, and they've been dominant for such a long I time. I tell you, you can touch them. The street profits can. I'm going to say this, but what's the names? What's their names? Montez Ford for the street profits and Angelo Dawkins. Ooh. Which one's the nickname of Redeemer? Miro. Which one's married to Bianca Belair? Montez Ford is frog splash on Raw Mind. He literally, I think he could jump from the team. In other words, the which, when they eventually split them up and one of them gets released, which one's the Shawn Michaels and which one's the Marty Jannetty? <laughs> <laughs> Unfortunately. Right then, okay. The United States Championship match. It is the theory himself versus Bob the Lash. So the question is, Jamie. Does Theory retain and potentially go into that match against Cena at SummerSlam that won't happen? Or does Bob the Lash get the dominant win and take the title? This is probably one of the hardest matches to pick, I think, of the night. It, Yeah, I know what you mean. It's going to be quite difficult, but they've, they've spoke about Cena and Theory. It probably doesn't need the title in the picture. For that match to happen, but I think it it helps more of the gimmick saying he's the greatest US champ ever, and kind of rubbing that in the face of John Cena. Uh, possibly even bringing a spinner belt in just to rub it in. I doubt they will, but you know something like that would be great. But I mean, they could do it a specific way. How possibly I would book it. I would have, and I am going for theory to win. However, it's quite difficult now. Um, I think that's could, the thing. If you pick Theory be. to win, how does no, he win? Theory to retain. Win. Yeah, I was going to say Theory to retain, whether that's a disqualification or a count out. But Theory will will leave champion. But obviously to go with that as well, I'll say that Theory will win by DQ. Possibly John Cena comes out and batters him and costs Bobby Lashley the match. Who knows? Um, so you're not going theory. for so you're not going for Bobby Lashley to win, but no, theory, theory to win. Yeah, theory to win and retain. Okay. See, I was yeah. Cause like if John Cena comes out and hits theory, theory wins by DQ. Yeah. True. Yeah. 
but then theory can get himself disqualified. Yeah, then Bobby Lashley wins. But I'm theory, going for something but theory like theory retains the title, doesn't he? Yeah, theory so, will leave with the title, I think. But I'm I, thinking theory will win the match as well. And how I, great would it be to go into a match with John Cena by beating Bobby Lashley clean mm-hmm. after he's just gone through out of the Omos thing? Right. Okay. So this is the thing. Whatever happens, Austin Theory. Or Does this theory make Bobby Lashley look weak if he's lost to Theory? Well, this is why I think they've got to be careful how they do it. Either way, Theory, Bobby Lashley isn't losing clean if he loses. Yeah. Theory isn't winning clean if he wins. So either for me, Austin Theory gets himself, has a good showing, but Lashley's on the upper hand and then Theory realises the only way he can get out with the title is to get himself disqualified. So mm-hmm. that's one way of doing it, that Lashley wins via DQ. His theory whacks him in a chair or whatever, and then but leaves with the title, or Bobby Lashley just wins and wins the title. That's the only two ways I see that it's going. Okay, I was going with Bobby Lashley to just win clean and take the title because I agreed with you on the sense that he doesn't, if if he is going to face Cena at SummerSlam, which I don't think is going to happen, he doesn't need the title. But now I'm thinking, does he not just get himself disqualified? So I'm going to go with Bobby Lashley because it, it is just who wins the match, not necessarily It the is who wins thing. the match, so, yeah. So I'm going with Bobby Lashley wins the match, but I don't know whether he wins the title or Theory retains the title, but either way, Bobby Lashley wins the match. If, I, if this doesn't include... to go first so you can steal all my answers. No, no, I think... Ugh. All right, then. Well, I'm happy to say, all right, then, Bobby Lashley... <laughs> Bobby Lashley wins the championship, is my prediction, and if he doesn't, I won't take the point, even if he wins me in DQ. All right, so that's my prediction. Bobby Lashley wins the championship. Joe? Um, I'm thinking Bobby Lashley to win. Um, as you said, Theory's an up-and-coming star. He's the, he's the US championship holder now. Um, he, as I said, he's going to probably face John Cena at SummerSlam or further down the line. They need the title for it. It would make it better, but they don't really need it. Um the US title and the Intercontinental title are like the secretary titles, and even more than ever now, like Roman Reigns is basically part time now. The US title and the Intercontinental title are kind of like the main championships now. So you need somebody who's like dominant and who's got championship experience. That person is for me is Bobby Lashley more than Austin Theory. So I would put on Bobby Lashley as the champion and send Theory on his way to do whatever. Okay, Dan Lashley or Theory? Yeah, and you guys are making it sound quite complicated. I think it's quite obvious. I think Theory retains. They've been having build for the past couple of weeks of Alpha Academy interfering. There've been two on one, three on one handicap matches. I think we can see Alpha Academy coming out causing a distraction, which gets Austin Theory the easy win. Uh, he gets a roll up, job done, and then Alpha Academy comes up to him next week and says, "Oh, you promised that Chad Gable could have a US title shot." Then we get Theory versus Gable on Raw, which would be a banger of a match. And then it just leads in to him mocking John Cena coming out with the Spinner US title. And then Cena accepts his challenge going into SummerSlam. Title can be on the line, but like I said last week, Theory goes over then too. I think they need to strap the rocket to Theory. You were saying at the, the start of the podcast, they're not building stars. This is a good way to build a new star. And I think Theory gets to win. Yes, there's some shenanigans, some outside interference, but he's got allies. So I'm saying that Theory retains and he walks into SummerSlam with that title facing John Cena. Fair enough then. Okay. 
So let's get on to the Money in the Bank matches then. We'll start off with the women's itself. So we've got Lacey Evans, Alexa Bliss, Liv Morgan, Raquel Rodriguez, Asuka, Shotzi, and Becky Lynch after she won her last chance, effectively. So, two predictions on this one. Who's going to win the match? And will they cash in the, on the evening of the event? Jamie. I think we all know, with, with the women's, it's it's going to be the last chance saloon Becky Lynch will win the money in the bank I think the only other two really contenders would be Alexa Bliss and Liv Morgan but they seem to have a storyline going at the minute so I think it could be them two versus each other at SummerSlam so they'll probably screw each other out of winning it and Becky Lynch will steal it somehow um, and then obviously that would possibly set up. So I'm saying she's not going to cash in that night, but she may cash it in for WrestleMania against Wanda Rousey. We all know that match is happening at WrestleMania. If they are going for the whole thing, if you get the main event at WrestleMania, <coughs> Becky Lynch versus Wanda Rousey works. So there you go. Okay. So you, you can all feel my answer now. So you're with Lynch to get the briefcase. Does and she, then have the does... main event at Wanda Rousey at WrestleMania. She's not cashing in. No, because so you don't doesn't... cash in. You get the main event at WrestleMania, <laughs> remember? And she's getting it against Ronda Rousey. Okay, fair enough. Um, I don't know on this one. Um, <laughs> does anyone want to go before don't we be talk so and steal their answer? <laughs> um, I don't... Right, okay. I'm going for it. Lacey Evans... And does she, does she, does she, does she? Yeah, why not? Sod it, because it's an extra point. I can't lose it's an extra. Oh, you better lose a point for it. No. Oh, just say no. yeah for Bant. <laughs> <laughs> you might as well just say yeah, because it's a three point. All right, then I'll lose. Uh, all right, then you lose a point. Start right. I'm going to say, <laughs> yeah, sod it. I need the points. Lacey Evans is going to win. And don't forget, it's whoever wins. So it doesn't have to be the point for Lacey Evans to cash it in if she wins. It's just whoever wins the money in the banks, do they cash in on the night? So, sorry, so yeah. you're saying there will be a cash in? There will be okay. cash in on the women's. And I think Evans. with women's, though, you'll have to say cash in on which champ. I mean, to be fair, the you're saying there's a, there's, a, there's a point for cash ins. Are they going to cash in at Roman Reigns in his hotel? somewhere because he's not wrestling that night well, so there's they, no point well, in the men's this is, this is the point yeah this is more relevant for the women's i mean if anybody wants to get you want to go for three points will. there will so, be a cash in and you can get a point for the cash in and who they're going to cash in on either way so I'm you going get that with... extra point there so well, you're going to have three points becky lynch cashing in on ronda for example that's three points if that happens that night Okay, well, that I'm makes going... sense. Yeah, 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 yeah. So I'm going Lacey Evans. Oh no! I need someone to try and catch to... me up. Didn't she move to SmackDown? She was going to go on Raw, wasn't she? <laughs> right. Okay. Sod it. No, Lacey Evans, and she doesn't cash in on the night, Joe. <laughs> <laughs> um, for like a fan perspective, like the many of the baggers, like. Best person to hold a million bag is like an underdog, somebody you wouldn't expect to hold it, like a Dino Bryan or a Punk. And then to 
crashing oh, like like oh, uh, yeah. but then you go like people like Otis who like this point. So on that basis, I would say live. But for oh. like a pay per view perspective, like getting bums on seats, they'll probably go for Becky Lynch. But my official prediction to not steal uh, Jamie's is Liv Morgan because she's had such a storyline of like she's like the underdog, she's like the little dog who could like you know I think I think a can I think can and then I'm like yeah okay Liv Morgan needs to win it because then she could go oh I'm gonna cash in on Bianca I'm gonna cash in on. And Ronda should probably cash in on Bianca, I would have thought, but not on the night. Not on the night. So you go with Liv Morgan, but no cash in on the night. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Dan? Not on the night. Yeah. I, I agree with Jamie. I think this one's quite obvious. It's going to be uh, Becky Lynch, redemption story. Gets the fans back on side, and she can build up to keep holding the briefcase and challenge at WrestleMania. No cash in on the night, then, no. Don't be so No, you can't cash it in. It's a WrestleMania main event. (laughs) God's sake. Right. And then what we assume will be the main event, the men's Money in the Bank Championship match, we have Seth Franklin Rollins versus Drew McIntyre versus Sheamus versus Omos, my dear Lord, versus Sami Zayn versus Riddle versus two be decided, which is going to be the winner if it goes ahead on Friday. After it should have happened totally. on Monday, um, the winner of Ezekiel and Kevin Owens. So, quickly, not part of the predictions, but who who do we think is going to be the winner between Ezekiel and Kevin Owens? Elron, El or Elron, yeah, or Elron. Yeah, okay, um, Jamie then. So I assume we're all going with no cash in on the nights. It's raises in there, so that makes it easy. So mm. who takes who takes the um, who takes the briefcase then, Jamie? I'm go. I'm split between two here. Both ways work. Go on. You could either have, and one of you is going to probably take this answer, and you can have it. Uh, you'd have Drew McIntyre winning it, and then cashing it in for Clash at the Castle. Makes sense. You don't have to cash it in for WrestleMania. You can cash it in for Clash at the Castle if they are cashing it in, but they can't because it's WrestleMania main event. And if we're talking WrestleMania main event, what better than Roman Reigns versus his brother in Shield making it the power couple, both with money in the bank? They're both on the bloody poster for the event. Seth Rollins. They're both on the poster. So you're going with Seth. <laughs> yes, the power, we've just had the recent power couple winning the the belt of hearts of Adam Cole and Britt Baker. Now we're going to have a money in the bank power couple in Seth Franklin Rollins and Becky Franklin Lynch. <laughs> right. Um, I just sound like I'm stealing your answers because I'm the same. This is why I went for I... so you could just steal. <laughs> it needs. I think I think it'll be Seth. He needs it after the multiple losses to Cody. It makes sense to build him back up by then getting some wins under his belt and teasing it in that heel persona that he does. I don't think it'll be Drew because I think it'll just be the next challenger for Roman Reigns after he beats Lesnar will be um, Drew McIntyre. And they will just say the main event for Clash of the Castle is Drew McIntyre versus um, Roman Reigns because that just makes sense to build that main event. He doesn't need to say I'm cashing it in at Clash of the Castle or running and cashing at Clash of the Castle. 
Um, the only other way I can see it as a bit of a wild card would be Kevin always beats Ezekiel or whatever and then goes on and wins as, as a bit of a weird wild card because he needs something because he, you know he hasn't been champ since then and it would be a bit of a shock just build somebody back into that main event picture because we need somebody else in the main event picture because it's getting a bit lackluster but I'll go with Seth Rollins Joe, Joe would you like to do the honours for that one? Why are you so stupid? <laughs> but I haven't gone with it. I've gone with Seth. Yeah. Good. Don't be so stupid. Go on then, uh, <laughs> go on then, Joe. Um, I would say Drew McIntyre, um, just because I want him to cash in his money in the bank contract to clash with the castle. Drew McIntyre. I've seen James. Logistically, it makes sense. If anyone could see me, no one could see me on the pop up. When he was seeing that, I was nodding as, as he was saying it. So, um, Drew McIntyre already said he wants to headline Clash the Castle. There's rumor we talked about it before when we said about buying the tickets. Who do we want him to face? We either said Tyson Fury or or Roman Reigns. This already like sets up the main event Clash of the Castle, and we got what two months two months for it to like build up. You could build it, build it, build it, and then Clash of the Castle. He brings out the money in the bank briefcase, and we've already got the main event, and it's advertised for months down the line. Fuck it, Vince. Okay. Seth, then, yeah? <laughs> Drew McIntyre. Drew McIntyre, okay. And Dan? He's an honorary oos. Oh, could you imagine? Sammy Zane. Sammy oh. Zayn is going to win. Don't be stupid. I've heard some things in my time. I really have. I would love it if that happened. Yeah, I would love it, but it's never going to happen in a trillion years. Think about it. He gets close to him. I'm part of the bloodline. I'm, I, I've told you I'm not going to cash in on you, but then all of a sudden he's down. You know, what's he going to do? Oh, uh, Brock Lesnar beats him up. What's he going to do? He comes out. He could be the, the heist of the century. I think that's what I was just gonna say. I'd, I'd like to see the Seth Rollins thing, you know, the repeat of it, but yeah, we've seen it before. What haven't we seen? Everyone wants Sami Zayn to be pushed to the stratosphere. This would be incredible. Do it. How about let me okay. play this out for you? If they could do this with Sami Zayn, Sami Zayn wins it, he's there with Roman Reigns, loving life, like, yeah, I've got this, but don't worry, I'll never cash it in or whatever. Like because he's his loyal subject, and then Clash at the Castle happens. Drew McIntyre beats Roman Reigns. Sami Zayn then gives the money in the bank to Roman Reigns to cash it in, and he re- and he regains the title. <laughs> I'd like that. That'd be wicked. And that's why you. So Sami Zayn won't even. Of the prediction. Sami Zayn won't cash in the money in the bank. He would give it to Roman Reigns to cash in. If that happens, I mean that's good storytelling right there. But but they can't tell good stories at the minute in the WWE. So oh yeah, that. sorry, we're talking about WWE, aren't we? So. <laughs> <laughs> All right, then. Well, we've locked it in, Dan. Sammy Zane, your good. choice. As we I mean, look forward to the I would love that to live event. Yeah, we would. Right, come on then, Joe. Have you got a quiz for us to finish off this week? Well. It's all a quiz on you can't see him and hustle all through respect. It's a quiz on John Cena. Lovely. Let's do it. So the first question about John Cena is, 
What was John Cena's tag partner in OVW? What was their name? Fantastic. Question number two. What was John Cena's original ring name? Kurt Angle said it on Raw. Yep. Question number three. What is the name of John Cena's best-selling rap album? What is the title of the album? Uh, I know we did a song with somebody called Bumpy Knuckles. It's got to be that, sure. It's got to be game. Question number four. What was the first WWE movie John Cena starred in? I assume it's that. Yep. Question number five. How many times has John Cena held the WWE Championship? Just the WWE Championship. Just WWE, okay. Yep. Question number six. Who did Cena face in his first match on Raw? Number six. Who did he face in his first match on Raw? Yeah, so he came out as his original gimmick. Oh, yeah, um, so so he had a match with somebody. Who was it? Okay, yeah, we'll just go with that. I can't remember. Question seven. Who did John Cena beat for his seven. first WWE? Oh, um, yeah, sorry. Yeah, seven. Yeah. seven yeah. Who did uh, John Cena beat for his first WWE Championship? So his yeah. first ever WWE Championship, who did he beat? I know that one. What number was the um, album one again? I think I missed that one. Number three. Number three, yeah. Number, three, yeah. <sighs> number eight. What singer did John Cena have a feud with? In the early two thousands. <laughs> Question number nine: What character does John Cena play in the Suicide Squad? Okay. Could I, I win? Really if I win, is this not three weeks in a row for the first time ever? Maybe I think I I I was like John Cena fat. And this is like on the first page. Um, I like to think that you think Dan's not going to get all of them right. But yeah, sure. <laughs> well, yeah, no, that's very true. Isn't that, yeah. uh, question 10 How many times has John Cena held the, the tag team titles? Cool. Right. Uh, so everyone got answers to you. Want me to repeat any? Nope. Okay. okay, question when. Who is John Cena's tag partner in OVW? Dad? Rico. Darren? Rico. Jamie? Rico. Yeah, Rico. Uh, question two. What was John Cena's original ring name, uh, Taron? The Prototype. Jamie? The Prototype. Um, so, prototype. Yeah, yeah Prototype, yeah. <laughs> uh, question three. What is the name of John Cena's best-selling rap album, Dan? Me again? Why me again? Why can't you go to someone else? Um, uh, Rudy, the first time he's went to you. <laughs> Second time, but go on. Who? Me? Yeah, yeah. Jamie. Oh, you can't see me. Karen? Um, I also put that, but I have a feeling it was something else, but I thought you can't see me. 
Dan, ruthless aggression. You oh. can't see me. Oh, it was. Oh, thank God. Question four. What was the first WWE movie Cena starred in? Uh, Taron? Marine. Dan? Marine. Jamie? It's the Marine. The yeah, Marine, sure. yeah, but I'll give you a point of <laughs> Marine. I'm not English teacher, it's fine. Uh, question, oh, five, point, you've got <laughs> question five. How many times says John Cena won the WWE Championship? Uh, Jamie? I went 12. Dan? Eight. Taron? I went for the Len Goodman special. Seven! No, 13. Oh, oh, I was gonna say I don't remember him holding the world heavyweight that much. So he's so he's had six um six, so had this fifteen is a, altogether. Yeah, he's had sixteen altogether, thirteen of them are WWE title just the WWE titles and the, mm -hmm. the rest of them are just like US and all those ones. Uh question six. Who did John Cena face in his first ever match on Raw, Taron? I don't know. I remember him coming out as the draft lottery pick on um, the highlight reel with Jericho, so I just put Jericho. Jamie? I went Dave Petit. Dan? Yeah, I went Jericho as well. No, Ruthless Aggression. Kurt Angle, his first ever match. No, that was on Smackdown. 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 Oh, shit. Oh, that's why I was like, "What?" We all knew Kurt Angle for SmackDown. <laughs> Raw match. I'll tell you now. His first match on Raw was the 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 Oh God, it doesn't say. <laughs> <laughs> we all know Ruth was um, aggression with Kurt Angle. That was his debut. Um, main that's why I thought you threw a wild curve in there by going Raw. And gone. Raw first wrestler. Oh God, it doesn't say. It just says he had a feud with Jericho, but it doesn't say if that was his first match. Yeah, sorry, I meant I meant SmackDown just Kurt Angle. So give yourself some points. I think we all know. Oh, we'll all have a point for that one. We knew it was Kurt. Sorry, we knew it. It's all right. Wait, no, I've got it. I've got a video on Daily Motion of John Cena's Raw debut. But carry on, I'll see. And then I'll see who it is at the end. Question seven. Who did Cena beat for his first WWE Championship, Dan? JBL. JB. I also went for John Bradshaw Layfield. Taran. So did I. John Bradshaw Yeah, JBL, yeah. Uh, question eight. What singer did uh, John Cena have a feud with in the early 2000s? Jamie? Kevin Federline. Taron? Yes, I also put K Fed. Dad? E Fed, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> K Fed, yeah. Kevin Federline. Uh, question nine What character does John Cena play on the Suicide Squad, Dad? Peacemaker. Jamie? Uh, Peacemaker from that HBO show. Taron? Yes, I also said Peacemaker. Yeah, the Peacemaker. Peacemaker. I really want to be, I really want to taste it. <laughs> uh, question of 10. How many times has John Cena won the tag team titles? Aaron? 
Oh, um, I put two, but I thought it might be three, so I'll stick with two. <laughs> I went for Jamie. three. <laughs> uh, Dan? I went with two. It was four. Oh, come on! <laughs> okay, so what's the scores on the Dells? I think it's tied between me and Taryn. Yeah, I think you're right. I think you guys got eight and I got seven. I got eight. Mm. Yeah, yeah, because we're, we're counting that extra point for... You guys got, you can't see me and I didn't get it. Yeah. 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 So eight. I mean, I was closest on five oh, and ten, just no. saying. That means we need the tiebreaker. <laughs> we need, we need what his first match on Raw was. Third time in a row. <laughs> Right, I should try to think something now. Right, okay. <laughs> Who is the so... double to the Miz? Okay, I've got one. John um, West Newby, Massachusetts, what... I win. <laughs> what was John Cena's job before he got into wrestling? A bodybuilder. What, like... Uh... It was a, a like bodybuilder. He was job. in that film, Ready to Rumble. Yeah, I know this. Well, what, what, what was his like regular day job? Was you know, was he a builder? Was he a cook? Was he? We well, have to was give us a. If it's just a regular job, you'll have like, um, to do with here. something to do with cars. Something to do with cars. I'll give you a clue. Like you a, a, a like a, a valet car washer. No driving. Chauffeur. Oh. Well, that's just good. Jamie, so you can have the point, Jamie. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, we'll, let's think of it. Let's go for another tiebreaker. Let's go for. Another. I, I thought you worked in a gym, but anyway. Who was? Um, all right, I'll give you a tiebreaker, guys. Who was Undertaker's opponent at WrestleMania 13? Undertaker's uh, opponent at 13 was that giant Gonzalez. No, no, it wasn't. It was. <laughs> this is nothing to do with John Cena. What are you talking about? <laughs> I've already won. <laughs> Jesus. Big boss man in there. Nope. Page. You're both wrong. It's Sid. Okay. Sid, I was going to go for Sid and I went for Diesel, for God's sake. How long next do you want time. this to go on for? Nah, I won the I'll point. One. Let's get one that we can split. Um, who has won more intercontinental titles? First one to answer. Is it Shelton Benjamin or Jeff Jarrett? Jeff Shelton Jarrett. Benjamin. Yep. Taran gets a point. <laughs> That's three in I've a row. I've been robbed of points here. Three in a row. And do you know what the best thing about it is? Not only does it take me off the bottom, but it puts me level on points with Jamie. So the quiz leaderboard looks like Dan with nine, Jamie with four, Taryn with four, and Joe with three. However, I've done the joker wild card i have by getting three in a row right which gives me a bonus point which well no because i got three in a row right <laughs> okay um, no it doesn't give me a bonus point there but it must be so, so there we go thanks for the quiz joe dan where can everybody find us on the, on the socials yeah you can find us wherever you get your podcast we're grapple cast show we're available on spotify's the deezers the apples Wherever you get your podcasts, really, but we're also available on the social media, on your Twitters, your Facebooks, your Instagram. Make sure to give us a like, a subscribe. You definitely with a subscribe so you never miss an episode. Lovely. Enjoy the premium live event this Saturday, won't you all? Enjoy that quality. Um, who did I go for? 
um, Street Profits tag team win. And then I've changed my prediction. It will be Kevin Owens that wins the money in the bank. So, Jamie, if you would like to sign us up. Yeah, I'm going to return to AEW, but I guess without further ado, I bid you a good night and goodbye. Ta-ra, guys. Bring it back! Bye.